The best health care is there in ways big and small. There when we most and least expect it. We may not see it, but we feel it. It lets us know we're not in this alone. Everyone deserves a health care partner who never quits. One who's there for what matters. United Healthcare, there for what matters. It's not just another day in your life. Things are changing for the better. At Comcast, we see those changes and we're thinking about how we use technology today to live, work, learn, and play. And we're building for the future now, so we're better prepared for the wants and needs of tomorrow. That's why Comcast is rolling out multi-gig internet speeds to more than 50 million homes and businesses before the end of 2025, making our already industry-leading network even faster, smarter, greener, and more reliable. Over the decades, Comcast has been your partner, working hard to serve your community, and will continue to be your partner. We're expanding our gigabits so you can enjoy the tiny bits that matter most. Want your boss to put some real action behind the rhetoric when they talk about making your workplace more inclusive? Find out how to hold their feet to the fire and demand diversity on the Diversity Dude podcast. Hello there, and welcome back to the Diversity Dude podcast. I'm your host, Lambert Fisher. Marriage and Family Therapist, award-winning author, and national speaker on the topic of multicultural awareness and diversity. And for those of you who are interested in even more positive and encouraging tips and strategies beyond what I share in podcasts like this, then feel free to check out my award-winning book, Diversity in Clinical Practice, nationally recognized for the unique way in which it addresses the often difficult topic of multicultural awareness and diversity. Designed for more than just therapists, if you're a helping professional in any way, diversity in clinical practice can help you meet the greatest variety of cultural needs possible for those whom you serve. And it's available in paper and audiobook versions for your convenience. And whether it be through my one-on-one relationship building efforts as a therapist or my informing and empowering efforts as an author or speaker, know that my personal mission is to do my part to improve the world one strengthened relationship at a time. So today I want to share with you a few encouraging words about inclusion after affirmative action. As I've explored in previous podcasts, the Supreme Court's decision to end affirmative action at educational institutions has continued to have ripple effects in a variety of professional environments. A central argument against affirmative action is that it does the very thing it's saying it's trying to avoid, discriminate against people on the basis of race. Now, on one hand, this argument is based on either a misunderstanding of affirmative action at best or a blatant attempt to mislead people at worst, because affirmative action is not designed to systematically exclude those who identify as white or European American in order to show favoritism toward people of color. Instead, it's designed to systematically provide opportunities for inclusion for those who are in underrepresented populations, especially people of color and women, historically, in places and environments where they have historically been underrepresented. And while many unfortunately oppose affirmative action by arguing that, well, if you were good enough, you would already be included, research supports the conclusion that while discrimination isn't the sole reason for the lack of women and people of color in professional environments, it is a significant contributing factor. Not only that, but many professionals of color with irrefutable qualifications have been excluded because they didn't 
quote unquote, fit the environment, while leaders fail to realize that unless new people are included and welcomed, they will never fit the environment. And false conclusions about their abilities will never have the chance to be proven and accurate. So after the Supreme Court ruling, many higher education admissions leaders and corporate business professionals are now left in a difficult spot. For while there may be varied levels of success as it relates to achieving a culturally diverse educational work environment, many appreciated the role affirmative action played in motivating leaders to create clear as possible strategies for identifying underrepresented populations in their admissions and hiring practices. Again, not to single them out and give unearned handouts that will set them and the organization up for failure, but to intentionally highlight candidates with unique past and present experiences, which in addition to grades, degrees, and skills practice, which may be held by the vast majority of the school or work environment already, may contribute to unique perspectives and intangible contributions, which if welcomed, not only provide an opportunity for that person to change generational trends, but also benefit everyone in the organization in the process. But without the mandate incentive of, of affirmative action, and with unspoken fear of violating unclear anti-affirmative action standards, how can leaders maintain the benefits of affirmative action while avoiding the cons of its absence? Well, one consideration is to remember that culture is about more than just race and ethnicity. As I mentioned before, culture also includes gender, gender identity, sexual orientation, faith beliefs, political beliefs, family roles, geographic region, and much more. As I always say, there are many ways in which we can be diverse. Because of this, one of the ways in which we can still pursue inclusion after affirmative action without fear of accusations of discrimination is by intentionally casting a wide net and making efforts to include and welcome people from a variety of cultural backgrounds. If you're actively seeking to hire, collaborate with, or even just actively appreciate, show value for, and support a large variety of cultural experiences and perspectives, it'd be very difficult to be accused of discrimination. For even if someone gets upset because you hired someone from an underrepresented group and not them, the defense can simply be that the organization already had individuals with that particular person's set of skills and qualifications on the team already, and they sought to enhance the group educational professional environment of some of, of everyone by welcoming someone with unique to the group experiences and perspectives to meet a need that's not already being met. Again, not for from a particular group that's singled out as being more special or needing an unearned handout, but someone who has something unique to offer and is not being helped in some other way. Another consideration in the effort to create diverse educational work in school environments after the ban of affirmative action is to make the most of interview and application questions that intentionally seek out candidates with unique experiences and perspectives. Sure, it may have been helpful to outright ask if someone came from an underrepresented group, but the primary goal was never about quotas in the first place. We'll get to today's topic, but first. If you're looking for business advice, everyone's got an opinion, an angle, a surefire five-step plan. But if you want to know whether any of it actually makes sense for your business, who do you turn to? Work with a banker who understands your business goals and how a strong banking relationship can help you achieve them. Work with Bremer Bank, because understanding is everything. Put us to work for you today at bremer.com. Here comes the sun. We all know that solar power can be a big part of the solution for our energy needs. 
Solar power is clean, renewable, and best of all, that sunshine is cheap and plentiful. Sure, it sounds great to have solar energy added to the mix, but how are you gonna do that? The answer is easier than you think. The answer is Community Solar. Community Solar lets you join a solar farm that produces energy on your behalf. Electricity is produced by your solar farm and goes out to your local power grid. That allows you as a Community Solar member to remain with Excel as your utility and earn solar credits, reducing your normal bill. You save big on electricity while you save the environment. And you can do your part to support clean energy without installing solar panels on your roof. That's right, there's no home visits, no equipment, new equipment, construction, or maintenance. You don't even need to own your home to be a member of a solar farm. Renters can enroll and save too. Right now, if you go to mycleanchoice.com backslash Shaletta, you can get a $100 Visa gift card when you successfully enroll and are placed on a farm. Check it out. You can sign up for your membership in three minutes flat. Shaletta listeners, get going with Community Solar and get that $100 Visa gift card. Once again, your first step is to go to mycleanchoice.com backslash Shaletta. You know what my family and I are doing for MEA weekend? Child, we are going on vacation. And I mean a real vacation. We will not be crisscrossing the state or the country taking my son Andrew to tour college campuses. We found the right fit for him right here in the Twin Cities. It's Doherty Family College at the University of St. Thomas. This two-year college will put him on a path to his four-year degree. With small class sizes, he'll build personal relationships. And I like the free laptops and books. At Doherty Family College, he even gets free bus fare and free breakfast and lunch. This means he won't have to take on debt to get his education. And just think, my son, a Tommy, and me, a Tommy Mommy. So for MEA Weekend, save yourself some time and travel. Do what we did. Go to dfc.stthomas.edu and set up your own tour at Doherty Family College. Our mental health is part of our total well-being. We're worthy of joy and self-care. Because when we see mental health, we see a community that cares. www.cmentalhealth.org Remember how excited those kids were when they got their new gaming consoles? Kind of like how excited I was when I got that new desktop computer. But now, those electronics are old, just gathering dust and taking up space. But I know I don't want it to be taking up space in a landfill. Old electronics commonly contain toxic metals like lead, mercury, and cadmium, and that can contaminate the environment. Did you know that Ramsey County now offers electronic waste disposal through a partnership with Repowered in St. Paul? Dated electronics can be recycled or refurbished and kept out of our waste stream. And even better, it's free for Ramsey County residents. So collect up all your unwanted phones, TVs, VCRs, keyboards, printers, and other electronics that you have stuffed in your closet, basement, or garage. They can be recycled or refurbished and kept out of our waste stream. And don't worry, all the data will be physically destroyed or electronically wiped. To find out more about this new electronics recycling service, go to ramseycounty.us slash electronics. That's ramseycounty.us slash electronics. Remember, recycling is for everyone. At General Mills, our table is your table. And we believe 
Racial equity, diversity, and inclusion are key ingredients for our success. Learn more about our work to inspire change at generalmills.com forward slash racial equity. Research supported the educated guess that individuals from certain backgrounds shared certain experiences, leading to efforts to utilize the lessons learned from these experiences to change historical trends that benefit everyone in the process. However, without the direct help of affirmative action, we can still make the most of questions such as, what unique experiences have you had that has taught you lessons that have not only shaped you, but which could also help you offer a unique contribution to your peers? Or what unique perspectives do you bring to your from your lived and modeled life experiences which you feel are not only sufficiently, un, uh, not that which are not sufficiently represented by your current uh, educational or professional environment? Or similarly, what challenges have you had to overcome? Or what generational trends are you seeking to change by joining our team? How would our institution help you accomplish this? And how would everyone on our team benefit along your journey? Questions like these create an invitation to share about unique cultural experiences without having to explicitly ask such that have the potential to do everything just mentioned and what is really the essence behind affirmative action efforts in the first place. Again, not quotas for the sake of quotas, nor handouts given to undeserving or treating people in favor that make them feel special that are not earned. Instead, the essence of affirmative action is to intentionally provide inclusion opportunities for those from underrepresented groups so that they can show in action that they have something of value, of value to offer the organization indirectly revealing the intentional and unintentional biases that previously excluded these individuals without merit. Although affirmative action was never perfect, it did offer incentive to try to make that improvement that benefited everyone. Sure, it's easy to stick with what and who you know and are already familiar with, but one advantage of this habit is that many justify these practices by spreading the messages that others aren't qualified and wouldn't succeed even if they were included or they modify the admissions criteria in favor of culturally supported strengths, uh, socioeconomic or geographic conveniences, and more, and then blame others for not sharing those qualities. Even after affirmative action, intentional alternative efforts must be created in order to help professionals resist the temptation to just do what's always been done, which historically has been a lot of exclusion. Sure, growth has been made over time, but much more growth continues to be needed not just for the benefit of some, but for the benefit of all. My hope for you is that you would do whatever is within your power to contribute to intentional efforts to still seek out new, unique, and otherwise underrepresented voices, experiences, and perspectives wherever you have the opportunity to do so. Not as a charity to give favor to specific cultural groups, but for the growth and enhancement of us all by doing so. And with that, I say thanks again for listening in today to the Diversity Do podcast. If you have any pressing diversity-related questions that you'd like me to address on an upcoming podcast, or if your organization is in need of a shame-free and empowering guest speaker or training on this often sensitive topic, then feel free to reach out to me directly at www.diversitymadesimple.com. And if you know of anyone else who can benefit from a positive and encouraging perspective on this often difficult topic of diversity, feel free to send them a link to this podcast so they can be encouraged as well or share with them my award-winning book, Diversity in Clinical Practice, available at Amazon.com. And as usual, I look forward to addressing as many topics as possible in future podcasts to help you improve as many relationships as possible at work, at home, 
in any community. And as always, remember this, you don't need to know everything about everyone in order to have a positive impact on someone. Thank you all for tuning in and have a great day. Tune in each week and find out how to demand and implement diversity at your job. To hear more, check out previous Diversity Dude shows on ShalettaMakesMeLaugh.com. Hi, I'm Shaletta Burnage. I'm a media personality, podcaster, and a business owner. But my most important role is mom. Three of my beautiful kids have been diagnosed with autism spectrum disorder. When I didn't know who to trust or where to turn, I found ACRA. ACRA provides home care services to families all over Minnesota. The care is not one size fits all. They know each one of my kids is unique. They listen to what resources we needed and what's best for our family. I've seen my kids grow and thrive with ACRA's in-home care. While autism is the most common diagnosis among ACRA clients, ACRA offers personalized in-home care services for people with disabilities, chronic illnesses, behavioral diagnosis, and mental illness. They work with children, adolescents, and older folks too. Find out more about ACRA at their website, acrahomecare.org. ACRA helps me provide my kids with a better quality of life. They can do it for your family too. Would someone you love be at high risk if they got COVID-19? Then be sure to take some steps to keep them safe before you visit. Ask your healthcare provider if you should wear a mask before spending indoor social time with a loved one who's older, has chronic health conditions, or is immunocompromised. And consider self-testing to detect infection before you visit. Even people who are showing no symptoms can have COVID-19 and can unknowingly pass it to others. Do your part to keep your loved ones safe because for some people, COVID-19 is still a true danger. Children's Minnesota, the leader in specialized health care for kids, is here to raise awareness, standards, the bar, the stakes, the question, the curtain. On raising kids' health to the highest priority, Kids need equal access to health care, more pediatric expertise, a voice for change. Kids need us, all of us. So let's raise them up. Children's Minnesota, the kid experts. Summers are a great time to park it. So take time to make time in your glorious Minneapolis parks. Now when you enjoy your beaches and lakes, piers and playgrounds, trails and paths, you can also stroll through the Minneapolis park markets. Now through the end of August, there's a park market every Friday evening at Minnehaha Regional Park. And there's a park market every Sunday afternoon and evening at Lake Harriet. Meet local artisans and small business owners selling unique goods and handcrafted items created right here for you. And with every park market, there's always live local music, too. August is Black Business Month, so be sure to support the park market vendors of color. Park markets, one more reason to park it in your Minneapolis parks. To find locations and hours, go to MinneapolisParks.org, then click on Activities and Events and look for park markets. You know Shaletta makes you laugh, but did you know Shaletta Brundage can also make you think and boost your business? Media personality, activist, and comedian Shaletta Brundage founded Shaletta Makes Me Laugh to celebrate and share the best of black culture. It's a podcasting platform. You can download 10 weekly podcasts hosted by African-American subject experts at ShalettaMakesMeLaugh.com or wherever you find your favorite podcasts. ShalettaMakesMeLaugh.com is also a production house creating broadcast quality commercial content. 
And Shaletta and her team of storytellers create powerful promotional campaigns to get businesses the brand awareness they're looking for. Some of Minnesota's top businesses trust Shaletta, and you can too. Get out the word about your events and products and get in front of communities of color with ShalettaMakesMeLaugh.com. She's got the power to help your business.